Hello and welcome to Reeling in the Piers. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. And joining me today, once again, it's Sharon O'Reilly and she's here to talk about the 1997 drama Good Will Hunting. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. Charlotte, beyond the new... <laughs> Oh Lord, here it goes. Yes, go on, Gary. <laughs> that's, that's it. All that's, you it. Have. that's all the French that's thing. All you that's, have. All, that's all. That's all the wow. French I have for this. Wow. Week. And I thought you'd been doing Duolingo. Hello. Hello. How are you? Asher, listen, I'm great. Fantastic. Living the free life. Fuck you <laughs> and your fucking she stale baguette land. <laughs> In its method. Now look, mm. that may be offensive. But that's a quote from a movie called Jojo Rabbit. So I'm just a fan of cinema. That's all. I'm you know not what? We actually biggest. don't get me started on Jojo Rabbit because we were talking about um, we were talking about that during the week actually in school, which is interesting. We won't get into it, but it was. I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it later. Will I? Oh well, bonus podcast. Excellent. Bonus podcast. Um. So I suppose you're back. It's great to have you. You're in France. I'm in Ireland. You're not in lockdown. We are. I hate you. But hey, we've got a curfew. I can't. Oh, I can't no, leave the house. There's angry policemen around. Okay. They threaten me with guns. That okay. That's fair. Okay, See? At least that. See. Now you feel bad for me. Good. No, not really. You still get to go to. Can you? Can Can you go out and purchase a pint somewhere? Uh no, 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 no. The bars are closed. But you can buy cheeky pints from restaurants, or you can buy like cheeky bottles of wine from restaurants. Okay, but it's like buying things from supermarkets. Okay. I really can't. I can't get pints. That's fine. No. Okay, then, then I don't mind. Then it's fine. Then you live in yeah. France, and therefore I win. Um. So, exactly. <laughs> so, so you're you're back, and you're here to talk about Good Will Hunting. Why? Why? Why yeah. this one? Honestly, um, Robin Williams. I, you were asking me about what film I wanted to do and I was thinking I wanted to do something comforting for some reason Robin Williams came into my head because of this and because of Dead Poets Society and I was like I'm not going to make Gary talk about a load of poets and so I decided to settle on this because I felt it was a little bit more more up your street you know that's true and I do appreciate that because I just would have spent Close to an hour ripping into you about fucking poets and shit like that. And, and I have to deal with that the rest of the time. I don't need that on this podcast. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay, so I suppose what, for the people that haven't seen it and don't know what this movie is, the the fools of people, what is what is this <laughs> movie This movie, this movie is about a math genius who is underappreciated um and he has no sorry Shadow, we're actually like... talking about a movie not me <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> if anyone needs any excels done you know who to call uh yeah so it's about this math genius and he is basically working as a janitor in a university and then he um <laughs> things the plot is losing me you watch this um <laughs> I think I watched this film, right? Anyway, okay, math genius. He's working in this university. Sorry, just, just, is he a math genius? I just want to make sure that that's confirmed. I think I think all I know about this film is that he's a math genius oh, yeah. and that he works in a university. That's true. But so if those two things are true, then I think we're on the right track. And then anyway, he ends up um, getting arrested because he's attacked a police officer. He's assaulted a police officer, mm-hmm. sorry. And then as part of his um, parole, he has to 
it's a bit more complicated than this. But anyway, this uh, math professor realizes that he's a genius. And so then he agrees to take him under his wing if he helps him solve all the math problems in the world. And he goes to see a therapist. And then we have Robin Williams and, and Matt Damon just talking about life. And it's great. And he is a maths genius. I think it just it just wants. And to he, I think, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that he is a maths genius. genius. <laughs> and he's not called Gary O'Brien. Yes, but that's very the, important. that's all we need to know. Uh, he's all called he's know. called Will Hunting. So yes. little did I know this wasn't a movie about Will, who was particularly good at the skill of hunting. I was ah, oh, left field. Oh, listen, Gary, <laughs> it's even good. I it mean, good. oh, um, no, and I'm, I'm very happy you picked it because I actually don't. Well, I I was and I wasn't actually, if I'm perfectly honest, because I don't particularly like watching a lot of Robin Williams movies these days because it makes me quite sad. Um, That's fair. This, and this fair. is one of his most saddest movies, so I was like, yeah, it's not sad. It's, it's, it's um, impactful, emotional, let's say. Yeah. Um, but um, sometimes like, all we need is some sad porn in our lives, you know. That's true. You do love it. It's your it's your thing. I do. It is my thing. It's my thing. Um, but yeah, and it's weird because like you can like you, I kind of was like, oh yeah, I can't wait for Robin Williams, but he doesn't really show up <laughs> for for, for oh, a fair bit into it, and he's not in it as much as I as I kind of thought he is. He's a he's a key character in it, but um, yeah, it's great. It's got a fantastic cast. Um, so it's written by Such a good cast. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. It's like they they yeah. won the they won the the Oscar for best writing. They were twenty six and twenty seven when they they uh, when they won that. So you've, disgusting. you've only got a few, absolutely disgusting. You've only got it. You only got a few more. Years. We'll write we'll write the best um you know written thing for the movies that win Oscars. We should do that. Definitely. And then and then we'll turn it into a sound of comedy routine. Ah, He'll perform it. We'll, we'll set it in a clothes I'll, shop in Dublin. I'll do a mime <laughs> interpretation of it uh, just for the fun and we'll be famous. I'll write it all in Excel. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so they, they The only language you know. Daniel, a little bit of VBA. Mm. I just was I, I was just waiting to see if you knew what the fuck that was. And you were just gonna go, <laughs> I, just, just gonna I was go, just gonna let it slide. I was just yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, great, that's but, great, great, great. But yeah, so it's uh, they write it. They both star in it as well. They're super young at the time. Um, and you've also got Stellan Skarsgård in it, who's great. You've got Mini Driver, uh, who I have forgot. Maybe I'll cover it a bit more later. Well, no, it's it's more like. It reminds me of this horrible trend I have when I'm watching these movies where I'm like, my God, this actress is phenomenal in this. Whatever happened to her? And it's just because, oh, oh, oh she got old and Hollywood doesn't like that anymore. Like, it, yeah. I, I fucking, because she's so good at oh, this. Oh, no. And, but it's awful because I also have, I also have, is it too early for um, des attaques du fait? Oh. Or uh, that's so that you can put in some fun music later on. Oh, I need to put in some fun music. Um, okay, go for it. You're adding to my... I actually <laughs> I actually have a, a, a fact about this, is that Harvey Weinstein was against casting her because he didn't think that she was sexy enough. Um, but Damon and Affleck, Damon and Affleck insisted on it. And therefore, so as hot as you think she was, and she is... Big disgusting men did not agree, so she almost didn't have the part. That's yeah. the world we live in. And that's one of the worst things about this movie is that you're like, ah. I know, when you see Harvey Weinstein, it's like, I know, yeah, it um, really hurt me. But it's actually, but, but you know, uh, uh, okay, weird thing. This is just a, this is a, this is a fact about how he's actually good at his job, uh, because uh, I know <laughs> I don't like saying, but it's um, <laughs> he when they were going when Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were going around and um, like pitching the 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 script to studios. 
what they did was mm. uh, there was a the, the story went on for about let's say 60 pages of the script uh, but they wrote an extra scene which which was a sex scene between Will and Chucky so Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's character and because it's so out of place they're two like straight men mm. uh, in this and they would never make it it would just be very out of place in the movie but they wrote it in because they wanted to see what studio would pick up on it and ask questions on it and apparently Harvey Weinstein was the only one who was like uh, yeah what's this about the sex scene between Will and Chucky like it kind of comes out of nowhere and then from that moment they kind of knew that this was the studio for them um, but yeah and it's, they, there's a load of stuff I was looking into it just about how like they cried the first time they saw um, Robin Williams and Stellan Skarsgård like yeah. delivering lines they wrote and stuff, uh, which is just so Adorable. heartwarming. And um, I can't, yeah, and you've I, I can like, relate. <laughs> oh, because you're like a or, you know all of the films that oh, I recorded oh. and you know, all of the French things. Oh, you know, I just oh 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 la la. But yeah, it's it's just really cool. And then even like Ben Affleck's brothers in it, Casey Affleck. Um, so like it was even yeah who a- apparently um, another attack to fame for you he apparently like improved all of his lines more or less like didn't stick to the script at all which kind of pissed them off but then um, they actually really ended up enjoying it because it was just more authentic like because whenever but, um, they went to give out they were like this guy this guy keeps going off script and like his brother <laughs> his brother wrote the script don't bring it up literally <laughs> but you know it's such a classic little brother like oh you think you can tell me what to say and what to do well you know F you I might be in your yeah, film but I can still make my own mark yeah I, I, I think if I got my younger brother on this he would just not talk about a movie and proceed to plug his album Obert Bartley on, now on Spotify <laughs> uh, <laughs> remind me not to let you let him work with us okay in the future um, but yeah like I said phenomenal cast it was the script kind of written with love and um, it, it was great to see that it, it kind of got made and got the recognition it deserved but I suppose kind of just we can roughly kind of talk through the plot and then kind of pick out bits that were kind of pretty mm. cool. Um, so yeah, how it's kind of introduced is um, it's Stellan Skarsgård's this like maths professor. He plays Professor Gerard Lambeau and uh, he's like, a, is a dick? And me and you both went, You did, did you do maths in first and second year? I did maths in yes first and uh, second year yeah yeah because it reminds me of the dickheads I used to like that used to be like you're actually not as smart as I am and um, yes you're gonna literally. fail and I'm gonna it be gave happy me so that. many flashbacks to college that's also why I was like oh Gary's gonna appreciate this so much <laughs> yeah. um, I was like finally someone I can talk to about maths <laughs> um but yeah, he writes this. He writes this um, like math puzzle on the on the mm. chalkboard outside, and he says like, "Look, not even the best and brightest people have been able to get this. So anyone that gets it, they get to be mentioned in some newsletter or mm. something like that." And then everyone looks at it; it looks impossible. And then we were kind of introduced to Matt Damon. I think they're in a bar or something like that. Also, side note: I think this is the first movie on the podcast, but the first movie I've seen in a long time where the characters are drinking Guinness, and it honestly just it. I didn't appreciate it because I couldn't. I couldn't oh. where I was watching it. And I was just like, fuck them in their <laughs> fake world drinking real Guinness. <laughs> Bastards. You know, so they were just sense. reordering those pints like it was nobody's business as well. So in our movie that I write in Excel, there will be a scene where I just am always yes. drinking Guinness at all times. My character always has Guinness in front of me. I don't care where I am. A church, yeah. a clothes we'll shop. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. Um, there will always know. be uh, yeah, someone coming in and pulling new pints. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's kind of like we're introduced to Skarsgård, he's a dick. Uh, and then Matt Damon, like you say, he's he's the, kind mm. of the janitor working at uh, Harvard. And he's a maths genius. With his 
He's a maths genius. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know that yet. We just think he's a janitor exactly. who's got all exactly. his friends, his buddies, his pals. His pals. You do a Boston accent. Oh, don't make me do a Boston accent. I really... Pot can't have a yard. Quoi? <laughs> it's, an, it's an SNL sketch where basically... It's kind of very, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll okay. talk let's, about let's But um, this is the fourth of these I've done this week. And... <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Do you have a podcast? Order, but... I have a wee bit of a podcast <laughs> okay, cool. on a math genius who likes Excel. Um, so I've kind of lost my mind a bit doing these, I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, for people for people who want to know, I'm recording this the day after I recorded Keen's one. So <laughs> if you listen to that, you'll know why I'm like this. Let's just have um, a little shout so, out to Keen as well. Just a little hello yeah, across Keen the board. Jessica, why not? Hello, we salute Keen. you. Um, it's a very long voice message to Keen. <laughs> um, I love note, really. So there's, there's a... There's, um, there's an SNL sketch where basically um, they're doing like basically some Iran are very pissed off at Argo so they try and do a version of uh, their Argo but it's Ben Affleck but how they get into character is by saying Park the Khan Harvard Yard which is a oh. like, way of helping you get the long A's for saying like the boss very accent. good very good but something I'm saying to you and the listeners might not know is um, there is a Batman sketch on YouTube do you remember those Batman I videos I remember the Batman videos you? did you did I ever send you the Goodwill Hunting version oh so basically there's <laughs> Pete Holmes who's a stat, who's a comedian does this whole thing like parodying the Christian Bale yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's a whole thing when Ben Affleck got announced as Batman he went back and like he, re- he recut all of Ben Affleck's scenes in Goodwill Hunting with his version of Batman. Oh my god. It's very entertaining. I, I'll, I'll post the link somewhere. It's fantastic. I don't know. So it's basically Christian Bale's Batman's voice with a Boston accent as Ben Affleck in this oh, movie. Incredible. It's great. But this accent's fantastic and I loved watching this movie for the accent alone. And I wanted to see if you, Charlotte O'Reilly, professional actress, could do a Boston accent. I just don't want to force the fans to listen to me fail at this. Um... I appreciate you calling them fans you know. rather than friends I've pressured to listen to. <laughs> I wasn't talking about your friends. I was talking about my fans, actually. Thank you very much. Oh, um, I see. <laughs> where were we? We were at, he's a maths genius. So he's a maths genius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I do Excel. And you do Excel. Shout an actress. <laughs> and I live in France. She lives in France. And I don't like France. <laughs> You'd be pretty much caught up by that. I think everything's good. It's all it's all um, clear. But uh, yeah, so we kinda introduced to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. They he's they're kinda like a they're they're not the, the they're the most um what's the word I'm looking for where they're trying to be offensive? Um they're they're they're, they're kinda they're, 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 they're the boys, yes, they're drinking beers, they're, they're the boys, they're the, the lads. Like, hey, on their pal. Um so I think I know some of them in real life, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're kind of like that and then you kind of don't really think that Matt Damon's kind of really a part of that uh, after he yeah. kind of solves this he basically he solves that math puzzle no one knows why and they're kind of running around trying to find the, the maths lecturer who's really creepy by the way there's one of the one, one point he goes over to one of his um is one of his uh, students is like, hey, let's get a drink. Oh, <gasps> like sorry. Yeah, there's so much. Actually, there's so many scenes of him just her, like, yeah, he's, uh, he's just, uh, he's being very sleazy with, with all of the, I don't know. And it's just like brushed over and nobody does, like, nobody reacts. I don't know. It's, it's really bizarre. By Harvey Weinstein. I know. He's trying to normalize it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And yeah, so we're kind of introduced to them. And like you say, how how kind of Will gets arrested. Uh, I'm pretty much going to try and speed through until we get to Robin Williams. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> Wait, uh, okay. Are we not going back to these things? Because I have I have one thing to say no, about them. Jump in, jump in. Oh, man. jump in. Oh, I'm allowed oh, to speak too. Jump, yeah, I was, I, I was thinking you were very quiet. I thought you maybe had filled up on too much. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought you were just going to do I a quick were, summary. Actually, to be honest, I can't really see your audio. I thought you were halfway through an onion soup. <laughs> <laughs> no, Celia's this guy. No, what are you thinking about the movie so far? I was on, thinking, no, but it was just funny. I noticed because in the scene, in the first bar scene that she noticed where they were drinking Guinness, they started talking about the Irish curse. This girl is basically like, I don't know, um, um, Ben Affleck's character starts, is trying to like chatter up. Chucky, yeah. Chucky's trying to chatter up. And uh, she's just like, oh yeah, well, I wouldn't want to sleep with you because you've got the Irish curse. Anyway. And I was like, what is this? What is this? What is this? It's the small dick curse. So I'd like to ask you, Gary Bryan, from you, a personal non, non um, who are no way, no way involved in this whatsoever. I just know what I'm trying to go with this. I was, I was just wondering if you had ever seen... the eyes trying to make you really awkward right now. And it's not working. It's working. It's normally not what I do. Go on now, Charlotte. Go on, tell me. What? I was just wondering mm-hmm. if you had heard of this curse before, because I never knew that it was associated with Irish men, but um, um, it's so just a thing. Really, I mean, apparently. I, I, I can't say, but as the person that lives in another country, <laughs> surely from a sample size... <laughs> No? What are you implying, Gary O'Brien? What are you implying? <laughs> what am I implying? You started this. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> um, since, what did I have here? Um, oh, there's a really funny scene where he's like lying on his bed and he's reading this book, but like literally is just flipping like 10 pages at a time. Yeah. And I just wish I could have gotten through university. I definitely would have aced medicinal chemistry if I had those skills. <laughs> I'm telling you that much. That was all I needed. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and that kind of comes back later that he has a potentially like a photographic memory and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is the annoyance of the horrible and hideous mini driver. Um, so ugly, ew, just disgusting. Um, but ew, gross. How, how, how um, Matt Damon gets arrested, like you kind of mentioned previously, is they kind of get in a fight after yeah. hearing that one guy's not a pretty good dude. Um, I can't do a Boston accent, I'm going to stop doing it. No, keep um, going, it's great. Park the car in Harvard Yard. Uh, but <laughs> he, um, yeah, so they get in this fight, they get in this brawl scene with very weird music. I can't remember the type of music that was, but it was very, I just yeah, thought it was weird fight music. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's orchestral weird. or something like that, I can't remember. Yeah, anyway, it's very strange. They get they get arrested and, uh, and, and yeah, so he then, watch God, he, um, he has to kind of defend himself in court and then we kind of realise he's been put into foster care. He was kind of abused when he was brought up. Uh, but, also but also the court scene is hilarious. Like he's just literally, he's just there chatting away. He's citing all of the, the I don't know, lawyers' words, but litigations from different different old court cases and talking about different paragraphs and um, just citing everything being like, well, you need to let me go. And the judge starts saying that he's, been acquitted something i don't know a ridiculous number of times already from all of his previous crimes and so he's like i don't care if you're super smart you're going he's wicked smart he's He's wicked wicked smart there we go i got a (laughs) boston (laughs) accent you just need to tempt me um and so he does get arrested but at this point um we have 
Oh, Stellan Skarsgård had figured it out because he was writing, Matt Damon was writing on the board again. Exactly. And they traced him down uh, and he was like, what are you doing? Don't be vandalizing it. And then Stellan Skarsgård, there's that like scene where he's looking at the board and he's like, my God, he wrote all the numbers how they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he then eventually finds out um, who, who, who uh, Goodwill, <laughs> I was going to say, who Goodwill Hunting is. Uh, he's pretty good, that Will. <laughs> he's pretty hunting. good, that wi- that Hunting Will. <laughs> um, and so he kind of bails him out of prison. Is it him that bails him out of Mini Driver? See, no, it's not Mini Driver. That's later on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, that's later on. No, it's no, it's just that he, uh, he, yeah, he talks to the judge, and I don't know, maybe he's just a big, powerful man, or he agrees somehow, convinces yeah. him that he's a math genius. Yeah. For everybody who hasn't caught up, um, and I'm agrees that he has to go. I'm just of reading the peers. <laughs> My name is Gary Brown. I'm joined with Charlotte O'Reilly here today. Charlotte's an actress living in France, a country I don't particularly like. I'm good at Excel, and we're talking about uh, Goodwill Hunting, featuring a math genius. Over to you, Charlotte. So he ends up getting out on the condition that he sees a therapist. And so then we have this really fun. I like the really, I really liked the series the, of the ther- um, therapist montage. The, the therapist montage is the only way yeah. to put it. Like, I think it's fantastic. First, we have, um, first we have the gay therapist, don't we? Yes. So, so Matt Damon has read read this guy's book before going in, and yeah. he's able to kind of figure out that some of the things the therapist brings up in the book is kind of about himself, mm. and then he kind of works out that um, he's like a closeted homosexual, and then that he's just like, I, I can't possibly treat Matt Damon. I uh, I need to go do something else, or I need to go on the news or something like that. I, yeah, I to make a statement. Um, Literally. But it's funny the way he puts it. And like Matt Damon's character says, well, Will Hunting says, I don't care if you put it from the rough. And it's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I just find it hilarious. You have to be like so subtle about these sort of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, particularly in Harvey Weinstein movies. That's especially then. And then there's the, then there's the, the hypnos the hypnotist? No, there's another yeah. one in between. No, I, th- I think it's the hypnotist, yes, because I have written down here, why the fuck are the lecturers sitting in on the That's what I literally session? have. Why the fuck are they are they're in therapy with him? And then he's fucking with the therapist and then sending him sending him to a roommate in college. So this is how we meet Robin Williams. Um, and also, sorry, I just have written down here in my notes that basically Stellan Skarsgård says, look, you have to come do maths with me every Wednesday and Monday and you have to go see a therapist and no more ballyhoo. No more ballyhoo. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I remember doing oh no more ballyhoo. That's like um, something out of Hughes of Worcester that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose it's kind of just, just kind of like, I suppose, speak a bit about the character of Will Hunting. We kind of have this idea of this guy who who is broken, as in mm. he has his very hard exterior, but he's very yeah. intelligent. We see him doing the court scenes. We see him able to kind of break down these therapist by like like yeah and he also takes down that guy in the bar which we didn't talk about but that's oh, yeah, so because I, cool. I completely forgot to ask what is your favorite type of you know fruit what <laughs> I, I just wanted to know do you like apples do i, do I like damn apples <laughs> i do like apples how do you like, I like apples? apples apples are my favorite <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's that great scene uh, where, yeah. where, where Matt, uh, Ben Affleck's character, Chucky, goes up to talk to Minnie Driver, the disgusting, hideous, repulsive Minnie Driver. Yeah, exactly. And, um, she's very beautiful. And this is a bit just because I didn't know about that Harvey Weinstein thing. Um, do you know what, actually, I'll say, she's got a fantastic laugh in this. She's got a good laugh, Minnie Driver. I, I appreciate oh, a good laugh. Me um, too. But I just never get them. It's, it's my constant quest to get a laugh. <laughs> 
No one finds you funny, Gary. I'm sorry. No, good at Excel. No, no, not good I've at jokes. Edited, uh, by the way, if you hear Charlotte laughing in this, I've edited that in. It's, it's actually not, Mini getting, Driver's getting... laugh, and uh, he's edited it. <laughs> if I could do that, Gary from the future, can you, can you just put a Mini Driver laughing at my joke? Oh, thanks, Mini Driver. Um, so, <laughs> what? Um, yeah, so there's this scene Ben Affleck goes over. And he's like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Harvard. Uh, and then basically the enemy in any situation, a man with a ponytail approaches. Oh, no, much... scary things are coming. <laughs> Just like approaches Ben Affleck, like, oh, do you do history? Do you? Well, I suppose you do this much. Like, um, we can say it because we went there. Pretty much the epitome of an arts block student walks yeah. over to Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you, uh, do you even know anything about history? Man, do you? Um, and, and then yeah this is kind of where we see the strengthening of kind of Will's character uh, being like this 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 wicked smart maths genius <laughs> wicked uh, smart which, <laughs> where he uh, he then kind of takes your man down and pretty much like oh you're just reciting stuff from this book page page 13 paragraph 2 and it's just like come up with your own fucking ideas man and just really rips this guy to shreds oh it's, um, it's beautiful it's fucking phenomenal it's great and yeah like I have down here just like a, 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 a senior freshman or junior freshman Gary from Trinity just had a lot of fun watching uh, what I consider to be an, an art student just taken down a peg and it was a great crack no offense to art great. students by the way um, just, <laughs> no we love them we just don't you know it's just not the same so <laughs> Um, but then Mini Driver comes over to Matt Damon and it's like, hey, uh, well, you know, it's all fine and well that you took that guy down, but I've been sitting over there waiting for you to come and talk to me for the last half an hour and now I gotta leave. So this is awkward, but here's my number. And then she exits the scene. Thank God. Thank Stay God. Tight. We couldn't, we couldn't bear to look at her any longer. No, hideous. Um, and then yeah and then that's where that scene that classic scene comes where he mm. he spots the dude with the ponytail uh, Matt Damon and kind of goes over and goes do you like apples like what do you like yeah it's like well how do you like them apples slams the phone number up against the glass it's like, I got her number it's <laughs> so good it's so good um, yeah um, so so I think this is probably about the time where we start um, we're, we're kind of introduced to that roommate um, in Robin Williams um, yes and he's kind of teaching in this like community college and Stellan Skarsgård just struts his stuff down a hallway <laughs> he's got a strut and a half he's this got Stellan a strut Skarsgård. and a half this man have you um, seen his scarf his skinny scarf skinny scarf and a strut he loves the skinny yeah you know he's a professor he's got the skinniest of scarves the skinniest of scarves he, apparently he wants to be quite a quite a rock Professor, and not a tweed professor. What do you mean, a geologist? <laughs> oh Jesus! Can we have another mini driver <laughs> laugh in there because I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to. <laughs> Thank you, mini driver. Uh, I got to find a laugh. Fucking thing here, laughing. Anyway, pain in the hole. Um, but then we're kind of introduced to who Robin Williams is and what he's kind of like. Yeah, and I loved that, like, from the moment we meet him, he's just so sarcastic. He's like, so, everybody, this is the uh, Field Medal winner. We are so blessed to have in our company this amazing professor, yada, yada, yada. And you can tell that he just really doesn't like him. I actually, I don't know if you got this impression, but I had such a feeling that for some reason be- that, uh, that, um, that Stellan Starsgaard's character had slept with the wife of Robin Williams' character. Uh-huh. But I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not true. But for so long, I was like, why does he hate him so much? 
Um, because I don't know, we don't learn that they're that they're necessary. Well, we do know that they're college. I think it's just isn't it because Stan's guy just becomes a bit of a dick because he wins the Fields Medal, which is yeah. every four years, and he get becomes this big hotshot professor. Yeah, and no, he, definitely. And Williams kind of fell off. Um, the, the wagon face of the well, earth. Like, yeah, with um, no, as in like with, with when it, it is. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. We talk about uh, all of the his, film. His, 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 his wife passes. Um, yeah. So I think when that happens, he just kind of shuts everyone out and stuff. And, yeah. Um, but, so yeah, I think some of the, uh, like, yeah, so basically Stan Skarsgård kind of like convinces Robin Williams to do this. And it's great because they have this whole scene where it's just like, how many other people did you go before me? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> this person? This like, person? Mm. Oh, not this person. <laughs> It's great. It's really great. And then he's like, no, but you know, oh, I have a weird, sorry, in my notes I have, can you remember why this is? Freud and um, something, it goes something, something, something Freud and why he didn't have cocaine to kill a small horse. Yeah, so that's what that's oh, what. Oh, that's uh, Robin that's Williams. What, Robin Williams what when, he's leaving, uh, when he's leaving these class, he goes right. Class dismissed. Go read up on why Freud didn't have enough cocaine. Like, enough cocaine yeah, it didn't have cocaine. Kill small um, horse. I just laughed so hard at that. I was like, this, I, this is the kind of this is the kind of shit I want in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, then we kind of got those. We got that like first meeting between Matt Damon and and Robin Williams. Uh, Robin Williams' character is called Doctor Sean McGuire, um, and. Uh, he's just like he's 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 in a messy office. He's not as like clean and polished as anything we've seen in Harvard so far or any of the other therapists. Mm. Um, and they just kind of have a they, this is like verbal sparring going on uh, mm. initially uh, because uh, what's it? Matt Damon's just making up bullshit, and then Rob Williams like get out, fucking couldn't be arsed with you. Yeah, yeah, and he starts. Um, he starts kind of yeah. He notices that that uh, Sean has made this painting. And starts talking about how, oh, you like married the wrong woman. It's clear from from your artwork and all this. And he starts, it gets to the point where he starts um, being quite rude, rather, about about his, his previous relationship. As we know, his, his wife More has like passed. More like rude will hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Mini driver, thank you so much. <laughs> and, and, um, and so that's where he's like... I'll fucking end you. But I also like because um, something that I do like is that he's already given him a nickname. So Sean has given Will the nickname of Chief. And I, but they're both, they're both actually from Southie. So I don't know if it's a, if it's a Southie, Southie thing. Southie boys. But I don't know if it's a, a thing. Uh, and it's kind of here. I stop. I kind of stopped taking notes because it's, the movie, it's kind of what, what I find about this movie mm. is it kind of sets up all the players, sets up all the pieces. And then it's just about like, the fucking just the, the kind of the message of the movie which is just kind of that like you know don't waste your potential uh but also do what you want to do don't feel like what you mm. have to do and mm. and you know like just like robin williams has ah uh, like he has some of the greatest lines in this movie as well like and i think it, my favorite one is where he kind of dresses down um matt damon not in a metaphorical sense it's not a sex scene <laughs> between it's not one of the um, where he just where like you know Matt Damon's always been o- always able to like outword anyone and outsmart yeah. anyone uh, as we were kind of introducing like the court scene uh, and the bar scene as well but in this scene it's great because he's talking shit about the painting and the, there's like war books and stuff like mm. that but Sean is still like they he, that meeting ends but they have another one later on and, Matt, uh, and, uh, and Robin Williams is just so much it's a bit more composed about it after the whole kind of the rage incident um, mm. but it's great because it's like he just says, "Oh, you can tell me any. You could if I asked you about love, you just tell me a sonnet. And if yeah. I asked you about the, and it's this whole fantastic. And I have written down. Oh, here, it's like, stunning. You haven't smelled the Sixteen Chapel, or or to where you haven't woken up to next to a woman. Uh, what was it? Or or to oh, you can't you tell me smelled, what it feels like. 
You can't tell me what it feels like to wake up next to a woman and feel truly happy. You've never held your best friend's head in your lap while he died. You've never looked at a woman and been totally vulnerable. You don't know about true loss because that only happens when you love something more than you love yourself. And I don't think you've ever dared to love anybody that much. And it's so <laughs> and I think we can end the podcast there. I think it's. I think yeah. we said all that needs to be said. <laughs> no, I don't. No, it's it's just beautiful writing and beautifully yeah. performed. I think what's what I love about this film because it's such, it's such, it's so clear that it's at that point of their careers where like they've done enough, or they've. I mean, obviously they're starting out, but they've done enough. You can tell that they've done enough amateur stuff beforehand and read enough and thought enough that they're they're really kind of starting to ask all the big questions like, you know, yeah. do you do what you should do or do you do uh, do you do what's best? And like, what, what kind of choices should you make in life and, and living up to your potential and all this? Like it's 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 a point that we're at in our lives, but it's it's also it's so nice to see that they've really kind of found an original way of saying all those things you know it's something that we all think about and we all go through and it's just so well put and that's I think why this film is so well recognized and and so well so well uh, so well done really yeah um is is simply for the for the text during these scenes and it's actually the they they made the bench a memorial place for Robin Williams a little attack to fee there but maybe we'll put in some sad French music yeah yeah, and like this this will be the bit where I gush over Robin Williams just yet. But it's <laughs> um it's it's like I honestly there is in my opinion there's no better actor, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no, completely. I, I there there's there there's just not even for this movie alone, but to to see him at the heights of the comedy, to see how he can make you so happy and then so emotional at the same time, and it's yeah. the same person. It's yeah. not di- they're different characters, but it's very much the same person, and it's just, um, just the heart and stuff like that that he puts into everything. It's just yeah. magnificent and makes me sad he's gone. I know, I know, but it is. It's such a. It just shows how how talented he is because, but he puts that's what he does. He puts so much of himself into it. You you can't you can't make these things sound real without believing them. And it's so clear that in everything he does, he tries to find the truth and he tries to find what he believes, um, no matter what character he's playing and no matter who you know what kind of what he's talking about. Um, you just want to believe him, and it's a really it's a really amazing amazing talent that he shared. Then in their next so Mini Driver has a horrendous <laughs> yeah harsh turn. Um, so Mini Driver has a horrendous Irish accent in this movie. Do you remember? Oh, it's hilarious. It's the worst fucking it's thing the ever. Worst thing in the entire. I think I have also, a I little. Just quick aside. I, I definitely I agree and appreciate all the things you said. Really, I just so can't, I, you know I just we needed to get out of it. Been lifted up a bit, you know. We talk about Mini Driver's horrendous Irish accent. That's all it's a perfect. It's a perfect. It's a perfect way. I have. Oh yeah, my. My only quote in this thing is, what is this Irish accent? With several question marks. It was clear that I was not very happy. Um, yeah, she's telling a story. She's drinking Guinness. I was immediately pissed off um, <laughs> at the pure sight of this scene. I was like, rude. How God rude. Damn that, God damn roughly the same age as me, Matt Damon, having Guinness with Mini Driver. I was like, fuck you. They also dated during this film. Like, I, you know. D- did they? 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, briefly. But then they stopped. Um, they stopped seeing each. Obviously, they stopped seeing each other. But then yeah. they broke up and things went badly, and they they don't talk. They don't talk. Aww. Which she says she regrets. Apparently, there we go. Oh, that is sad. But oh, <laughs> don't get too shit, sad, Gary. Now she's uh, single for you. Oh, God damn it! Oh, yes. <laughs> So uh, there's a, uh, just to speak about, I suppose, Minnie Driver's character, because we kind of yeah. only just said yeah, that she's true. actually just... Uh, <laughs> she's that hideous, that's uh, Oh, she's a monstrous <laughs> of a person, Jesus Christ. Um, uh, you've never seen such pure, revolting looks. I guess that, that you're the good person with the English language, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, uh, It's not fair you can speak French and English and I can barely speak French. <laughs> Um, you speak Excel, I, it's okay. I speak Excel, I speak VBA, am I right? Hi. Hello, if you're just joining us, you're really the peers. It's Gary <laughs> Shannon here, and we're talking about Goodwill Hunting. It's all about a maths genius. She's in uh, Charlotte, France. I don't particularly like it. The country, yeah, I like Excel. Joining for the weather, it's who we, who we get to do a weather segment. <laughs> joining us for the weather, oh my god, who will we get? Joining us for the weather. Um. <gasps> Can we get Keen to do it? <gasps> he was only on. He was only on last week. But oh, I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him to send something. Do it. So do yeah. It. So uh, so reading the fears. You know, I've said it, but it's the weather with Keen O'Driscoll. Hello. Hello, Gary. Hello, Charlotte. It's the crack. I uh, do weather now. I, uh, I'll just look out the window there now for you. And uh, it's raining. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's raining. And uh, there's some light to moderate to strong breezes out there, I'd say. Yeah, just cover all the bases. And I'd say that'll probably go westward. No, eastward. I don't know what fucking direction it's going, but it looks like it's going both ways, to be honest. Um, so that might hit the old bit of cold weather now coming down from the north, and you might get a bit of snow there in Athlone. And uh, we have a bit of sunny spells coming up from the sunny southeast there. <laughs> High pressure of about 1,500 hectopascals. That's probably going to meet the low pressure here over the west. About 340 pascals. Rising slowly. Sea area forecast, mallant, mizzen head. Cloudy, foggy. Visibility at Tusker Lighthouse. 10 kilometres. It's a bit chilly out there now. Mind yourselves. You'll probably see a bit of sunshine. And uh, it, might, geez, it, might, it might go to 30, Gary. It might go to 30. And fair fuck no, Jesus, Charlotte, I'd say tomorrow at lunchtime, we might even be able to see you. Looks like the visibility over there now, Don, so it's, fucking, it's going to clear up nicely. But so that's it. I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye. Thanks, Keen. Uh, thanks, Keen, or Gary having to do a Keen impression because Keen needs to record something. Um, <laughs> we don't know yet, but we will find we out. We don't soon. know. Um, it's fun because in this time... We know we don't know the answer. Don't you Anyone start listening? with your old past, past Gary doesn't know about future Gary and future Gary doesn't. Don't you start with this that, shit right that's now. In like that. I think that's in Keen's episode as well. Um, okay, so a mini driver. She is studying. Um, she's studying to do medicine in Stanford or something. So um, she appears very intelligent, uh, and she's seen to be like there's times where like she's studying in her dorm. She's like, no, can't go out. So, I so loved, I so loved that she was doing organic chemistry and having a terrible I, time with it. I have it down here where it's like, to study organic chemistry, you would be mad. Literally, she was like, I hate this. Nobody studies this unless they absolutely have to. And you study it for fun. Why are you such a weirdo? But also you're kind of cool, I guess. 
Um, and I just related to that so much, but also was slightly triggered by seeing the molecules that he was drawing. I just had to look away. I had to take a few minutes. Oh, anyway, dear. she's doing, no, no, I joke, I jest. Um, and anyway, so she, yeah, she's doing, she's studying really hard. She doesn't want to get distracted, but the gorgeous, handsome, charming, intellectual, intelligent man that Matt Damon is manages to woo her. And they go for a lovely date, so which is actually before this, but they go to a joke store, which I think well, that's a great idea, right? Like, that's not a bad idea for a date. It's, it's you know, you're you're primed to hear a lot of mini driver laughs. So that's you know, all you want, it's, it's really. If you're Gary, you're it's Brian. A for what, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a really adorable scene. And, and you kind of see them kind of like, and it's great because, uh, oh, there's a whole, you know, like you were kind of saying about stuff Robin Williams kind of says to him as well it's like you know you can't you, oh, what was it there was something about um, <laughs> you, you, yeah will... you paraphrase here it's fine I, I don't fucking remember I'm hoping you <laughs> Felix hard something about yeah he, he's like <laughs> you, you're never gonna find someone if the feelings aren't the way they're supposed to be Matt Damon as Will Hunting <laughs> um, but there's stuff like that and it's, it's, it's weird because we're kind of seeing him Matt Damon cope with all this against Robin Williams already kind of maybe mentioning that you know he's not able to and then there's mm. that really rough scene uh, in terms of just characters emotions where she's just um, what is it happens it's like she insults it's the one where they're in her dorm and they just slept together oh is this the one where she then decides she, she's she's asked him to move to california with yes, you yes this is it yeah yeah, yeah. And he's and like, no yeah, and he's yeah. He basically says no, and she gets really upset. And she, but no, she actually. What I found was really interesting was immediately she knew. I don't know. Maybe anyway, we won't get into this. But she she knew immediately that like it was because he was holding back in his emotions, and and she didn't take it as like a an insult, and was like, I don't believe you. You have to tell me that you don't love me. Um, yeah. And obviously he did because he's not comfortable with his emotions, and then that kind of starts his whole. He kind of goes into a bit of a. Kind of takes a downturn then at that point. It's like he starts yeah. acting up with the professor. He starts having a terrible time. He kind of starts picking him a few more fights with Sean and stuff. It all, uh, it all kind of goes down. Does he get another yeah. fight then as well? Does he get into another fight then as well? Well, I, I, I know, like, just the last thing I'll say about just the mini driver scene. It's just like when I was watching that, I was like, this was that, that, that scene where she's like, say that mm. you don't love me. And she just won't let him leave until she mm. says that. And it's fucking just like rips your heart out and it's just you feel so bad for you're like why would you do this to mini driver Uh, and it's just um, as grotesque as she is uh, and it's great because actually another thing i want to talk a little bit later is just all the um people who got nominated from this movie and who else won and stuff like that so Mm. i can go with that a bit later on but um i just thought she was great in this but um yeah because he gets another fight doesn't he and she has to bail him out or she he uses her phone call to bring her Oh no. yeah, no. So, so yeah, so yeah. He yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets into another fight, and I can't remember either. But yeah, he does get arrested. No, he d- or just is is that he decides oh. that he doesn't want to do the thing anymore, and so yeah. So they put yeah because they they're like oh well you're not going to your therapy. Yeah, you're not going to your therapy, and you're not going to maths. So he gets arrested again, and then he uses his one call. This is so bizarre because at this point, I feel like there's so much that she doesn't know about his life. She, like she doesn't. I, I don't know if it's clear that she knows that he's doing the maths thing. It's not clear. It's, he definitely doesn't know that she's he's on parole because that's why I think he doesn't want to go to California because he can't for his parole. But instead of just saying that to her, he just picks a fight and and says he doesn't love her um, because obviously he's afraid of letting her know she who he really is. Oh, so romantic. <laughs> not. And then she... 
but yeah, he uses his one call in, in jail to call her and be like, hey, I'm sorry, I should have called. And um, and then he's like, do you want to go out? And this is way before that, Gary. This yeah, is way is, yeah. before that. No, that's, I just couldn't remember. But yeah, okay. so, um, it's not, uh, that's, this that's is after the first date, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, fine. Yeah, it's fine. But I suppose other important things that are kind of going on in the background is that Stellan Skarsgård's... Um, Professor Rambo, uh, Lambo, Rambo is from a TV show, uh, is uh, setting up all these interviews uh, for um, Will and trying to like guide his career, mm. guide his progression, be like, no, you're going to get the best job. You can go work here. You can go work. And like, I think is it like the, it's like the, the FBI or something like that. For yeah. The statistics and the CIA. You can do all these jobs. And, and, and the big conflict, I suppose, between him and, and Stellan Skars, uh, between Robin Williams is, you need to get let him have come to the conclusion yourself. You can't force yeah. him in any direction because Which you're going. Such to, a Gary he's, move. He's, <laughs> he's going Gary to Gary tactics. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I was watching this. I was like, trying to fucking pick this for these. <laughs> so few bits. So like, many reasons. You. There were so many subliminal messages. Yeah, I know. Fear achieving true potential. Like, it's okay, you. Gary. You um, can't find love. I can be the best Excel person around. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's all these like, interviews and it's great. One of the scenes is where he sends, uh, uh, Will sends Ben Affleck's Chucky to one of these interviews pretending to be uh, Will, but uses it as a shakedown to be like, look, I'll think about going to your college, but give me a hundred dollars and stuff like that. Oh, it just takes some money. Hilarious. It's, it's also because it's, it's, I only have 73. That'll do. <laughs> That'll, I'll take we'll it. We'll think about it's it. We'll touch. think about it. I'll get back to you. Don't call me. Uh, I'll call you. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it's great, uh, and it's like he no no. I sent Chucky. He's my chief negotiator. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. So kind of like we we. So there's this kind of uh, there's this great scene where you know the two of them are in. Uh, sorry, uh, Robin Williams, Sean, and mm. Stan Skarsgård, uh, Lambo is are in this pub uh, drinking Guinness bastards, and it's great because he goes. He's trying to explain to Sean that he's not doing this for himself. It's because he sees so much in in Will, and he's like, "I know he has the potential to do these great things, but um, you know, you like um better than I am." And he goes, "Fuck off! You're just trying to make him want to use." And he he goes over to some guy at the mm. bar, and he's like, "Hey, have you ever heard of uh, you ever heard of Einstein? You ever heard of yeah. like this? You ever heard of Lambo?" He's like, "No, who's he?" And he just goes away, and he's like, "Or oh, no," he says to the way, and he's like, "Look, see, no one knows who I am, but I'm saying mm. he has the potential to be like Einstein." So you can kind of yeah. understand where Sean's coming from. It's like slow down, but also the fact that like uh, Stan Skarsgård's uh, Lambo just sees such high potential and is trying to make push Will to achieve that. Mm. But um, you know, Sean, Dr. Sean McGuire, Robin Williams is just like slow down. He's yeah, there. and I love. I actually love that it's neither of them who convince him in the end, and that it's Chucky, his best friend, because they're working on the construction side and. And like, I don't know, is it, is it humility? Is it like not wanting to be, to take all the attention? I don't know why, but, but Will doesn't want to take any of these jobs and he wants to spend the rest of his life living in this town. And he wants to, you know, live with, you know, live near Chucky and have their kids grow up beside each other and be best friends like they were, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he says all this to Chucky and Chucky's just like, you absolute asshole. Like, how dare you? how that is not it's not insulting to me it's not insulting to yourself but it's insulting to me that you would think that you could just live that life like if i had half the chances you would i would be gone out of here and he gives this great speech about how like every day the best part <laughs> which is semi-insulting if you said this to me i would not be very happy but i understand i mean um that like you know the best 10 seconds of his of his day or when he shows up to to pick up will 
and he knocks on his front door and he has 10 seconds before he answers. And every day he hopes that one day he's not going to be there and that he'll just have skipped town and won't have said anything and he'll have taken off and gone and like lived his potential. And so that's that's actually the only thing that, that decides it for him, which I really like because it's not, it's not any of these external people who haven't known him, you know. Um, so I yeah. like that. And I think, I think the last thing... Um, the last thing before I suppose that big decision is made by Will at the end of the movie about what, where he's going to take his life is um, sort of all this stuff comes out about what had happened to Will when he was in foster care and how he mm. like, stabbed and burnt and um, these horrible yeah really bad physical him. abuse really bad um, and in this meeting between him and Sean actually uh, the, the, wind back just briefly because it'll come it'll come back in the end where how Will comes to his decision one of them is that he's like yeah he has that conversation with, with Chucky another one is he has a prior conversation with Sean about how how Sean knew that his wife was the one because his wife had passed away <gasps> um, due to cancer so many there's, there's a so whole good thing scenes. there I don't really want to talk about the Robin Williams bit too much that's why I'm trying to briefly go over it, um, <laughs> you know I'll just go into more sentimental rants yeah, go on um, <laughs> no it's more for myself uh, but it's there's this whole thing about how he knew she was the one because there was this big game in Boston there he is. He's in the bar. He's with his friends. They're about to leave for the biggest game of the baseball season. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. And he sees this girl and he hasn't even spoken to her, but he sees her across the bar and he turns to his friend and he looks him dead in the eyes and he says, I got to go see about a girl. Puts the ticket on the table, slides it across, says, I got to go see about a girl. And he is so serious. And his friend sees deep in his eyes that he is not joking. And goes off to the baseball game. They have a great time and he ends up getting married to the love of his life. But just wind forward back to that um, sort of last meeting between him and Sean is basically there's the scene of it's not your fault. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. This is so, this this gets me. This gets me. I won't go too much, too much into it, but, um, but basically he's talking about, he's been looking at all the, the physical abuse and like the file of like everything that's happened to him and seen all the pictures and he's, just turns to him and he just starts saying it's not your fault and 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 will in in this way that anybody would it's like yeah no i know because you know he's an intelligent guy and i think yeah. he's trying to you know brush it off and he knows that if he lets him if he lets himself get it get too down about it like he he won't kind of get on with his life and so he's trying not to do that but robin williams in the most robin williams way possible just keeps saying it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault until he breaks down and they hug and it's really 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 beautiful and really uh, really powerful but i love my favorite scene is the scene where robin williams is talking about his wife when he's talking the story but i love this because also um i have another fact about this was that you have a what i have another fact about this scene I have an attack to fear in this scene. <laughs> Which is that um, it used to be it used to be a scene that was written in the original script. It was about how she used to turn off her alarm clock in her sleep. But instead Robin Williams just started ad libbing and started going on about how um, she used to fart in her sleep and so like all of the reactions of Matt Damon are his actual genuine laughter because he's just pissing himself because it's just Robin Williams being Robin Williams telling this amazingly beautiful touching story but it's so it's so so funny we won't go into it too much because you have to see it um, and there's just one more thing I want to tag onto that um, yeah go on not only did Matt Damon find it very funny, so did the cameraman. So you can actually see the, the, the shot is shaking because the cameramen are actually laughing as well. Uh, which is just like... Such I a testament. To just wow. Laugh. Anyway, I don't know. 
But um... <laughs> it's okay, Gary. Don't cry. Okay, and then so then we get to the end. So um, Mini Driver has gone off to California, and she's um, studying medicine, and she's all by herself and. Uh, Matt Damon has accepted this big position and we're like great everybody's gonna you know sort of end up happy in the end and it's all gonna be fine or at least you know he's he's taking a job and we think that's it that's great and then one day uh, Chucky drives up to his house and he knocks on the door and uh, he takes a few seconds and there's no answer and he knocks again there's no answer and then he sees on the window that there's a note and on the note it says nothing no that's not true ignore everything I said (laughs) So he walks up to the door and he knocks and there's no answer. And then he knocks again and there's no answer. And he just smiles and he walks away. He goes back to the car and he's like, boys, he's not here. And then um, my favorite little detail of that was Casey Affleck running around being so excited (laughs) because he gets to sit in the front seat now. Shotgun. And then we have um, Robin Williams is at his house and he hears um, someone downstairs in the gate and he goes and he opens the letterbox and there's a note inside. And on the note is written, I got to go see a better girl. And then... Son of a bitch stole my line. Exactly. Which was also another attack to fate is that that line was ad-libbed several times until he actually said those words. So I like that Robin Williams had the last word. Literally. And metaphorically. Um... But there you go. And that's that's Will being good at hunting. It's, he's such a great hunter. Don't know if we said this. The best. The um, best. Okay, so speaking of the best of the best, I, I think we can, I have a thing we can end on, which is kind of just like the Oscar nominations that year and who won and who didn't and stuff. Fantastic, go ahead. Yeah, so it was nominated for, oh, Jesus, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, Jesus. you count. Nine, 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 and one, two. Um, so one for best actor in a supporting role, obviously uh, Robin Williams. Um, something I know from my, just, I think he was on the Graham Norton show talking about it was, uh, he managed to thank everyone but his mother. Um, and <laughs> Rude. And then, and then it was um, the best writing uh, for a screenplay was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, like we mentioned. But I wanted to look at the nominees because I always find... You always see it's nominated, but you never really know who it lost to. And I thought that was the interesting thing. So basically, this was the year of Titanic. So Titanic won a fucking shit ton of stuff. So one for best music, um, like score, for best song, um, the fucking Celine Dion um, song. Uh, best director lost to Titanic. And then I was just like, well, what else? And then best picture was Titanic. But there's the other two roles where Matt Damon lost to... Have you ever seen As Good As It Gets? I'm so annoyed because I watched it recently because everyone was like, Gary, it's about an old grumpy man who's really OCD. And I'm like, sign yeah. me up. Um, <laughs> I, did a fucking, I, I, I was like, I, but I, I thought it was okay. And then to yeah, find yeah. out like Matt Damon, who is unreal in this. Mm. Like he lost to that. And I was like, oh, that's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, and and then finally the other person, Mini Driver was actually nominated and she lost to Kim Basinger in LA Confidential. Exactly. That means nothing to me. No. <laughs> That's so sad. But her great laugh. She loves your jokes, Gary. She should have. You know? She um, likes damn apples. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mini Driver. It's, o- it's okay. It's okay. I- I'm-, I'm so fine with you not laughing at my jokes. It's not your fault. It's not no, your it's fault. yours. It's not your fault. Oh, stop, Gary. I'm going to cry. It's not your fault. No, I'm going to cry. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't make me actually cry it's in this not your fault. <laughs> not your fault 
<laughs> For all the listeners, um, hey, I'm actually crying, so... Uh... <laughs> yes, I finally made someone cry on the podcast. <laughs> that was your big goal. Congratulations. Yeah, no, was, really. <laughs> well, what better, what better point to say shout out Thank you so much for coming back. I imagine this might be the last time because I've been going. <laughs> I hope you, you you return. I shall. I shall. If I need to, to get my revenge. Okay, that's great. Don't pick something like with Pierce Brosnan because I'll be fucking waterworks the whole time. <laughs> and check, He's check, so check. beautiful. <laughs> I love him. Papa. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Right. Okay, we better finish this up. Um, shout out though. Thank you. Thank you very much for doing this. I very much appreciate it. I, I had a great time. Thank you so much. Thanks to all our listeners. Um, on the scandal and scale, Gary. Tell me. Watch, watch what you rate this well, as. It's a, for me, it's a you should watch. What about yourself? Uh, for me, it's a you should definitely watch it. It's got everything you could possibly want. It's got a mini driver's fantastic lap. It's got Robin Williams who'll make you cry and make you think about your life and sort of have an existential crisis until you stop having one because he solves all your problems. Um, it has a math genius who's not Gary O'Brien, unfortunately. It has some organic chemistry thrown in there for the mix. It has some taken down of some art students by a cool boy scientist. And it's got a Boston accent, and what more can anybody want? So, exactly, 10 out of 10. exactly. Um, thanks again, Charlotte. Thanks to anyone who's listened to this one, who's listened to any of the other ones. If you want to know when new ones are coming out, you can follow at Reeling in the Fears on Instagram. You can follow on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a five star review on Apple on Apple iTunes. Thing you want to do a fun thing, Charlotte. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy. Goodbye. Ha 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 ha!